0: okay that's another round of the world cup over end of the round of 16 and we're into the the crunch time the real deal quarterfinals um so yeah we'll we'll, we'll go into some details we'll talk about our betting tips. Um yeah. Uh how did you guys think the round of sixteen went? Let's start off with uh with your lads. What are your thoughts on the uh the US Netherlands game? We haven't spoken um, about it properly.
1: I mean, we, we talked a decent amount about yeah. about it with each other. I mean, it was shit. Just straightforward. I mean halter got absolutely outclassed by Van Hall. So I mean and I don't know. The guys just didn't seem up to it and the Netherlands didn't really get out of like Like first gear, they were kind of just, they were just relaxed, just kind of like taking their chances and they scored two of the same goals against us and didn't really look like they were kind of at like 100% full pace going all out like they would against like a top, top team. So, I mean, yeah, that was like, that was their, that was the biggest problem is that we were like going balls to the wall and they were kind of just chilling being like, they're going to F up, they're going to give us a space somewhere and we'll just capitalize and that's exactly what happened.
0: Yeah, it's a shame. I think there's there's two ways that game could have gone where I mean I've seen this before with you know Scotland, Celtic, where you either go balls to the wall and you know, you know, in this round of 16 game, there's nothing to lose, you go you go for it. Whereas I think the US went the other way when they were just nervous, you could just see it, like their touches yeah. were off, passing was off. Uh, it it's a shame. Like, of course, you guys had still had chances if politics scores that in the first minute, it's a different game. Um, but as I said, I was saying in our in our preview, like. You know, I just think the Dutch do have that bit of top quality that, that you know, the US don't have. And, you know, obviously Van Hal as well, which we probably didn't go into enough detail about, but he's probably the best manager at the tournament. And that really, really showed with uh, with that performance. And, yeah, I think for that's one big thing going for them going forwards is Van Hal, which, you know, against Argentina, uh, he could have another masterclass and, and scrape through that one as well.
2: Yeah, I'm on I'm on this I the only thing I disagree with you, Tom is I think individually it was a bit close. I think on the pitch it was closer than we seemed, but they were just it was just such a big gap in managerial experience out there and like understanding how to play to someone else, um, understanding where their weaknesses are. Because every single one of our players' weaknesses was just completely taken and it was mean... all targeted. Uh but there is I, I'd say the experience of those players is probably bigger. Yeah. i like say yeah. you were a younger team. I think a lot of the Players have talent, but um, I think a lot—you know—a lot of them are just stepping into their first year or two in Champions League, two three years. So, um, and you've got guys like Van Dijk and De Jong and Depay who have been around for a long time. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I'm not too pissed about it, but we did put up a fight. We definitely looked good, which is which is encouraging. But um, we we definitely didn't deserve anything from that game, even though they didn't necessarily do that much. They just played smart. Yeah. Yeah. No. No.
0: For sure. Um yeah that's it's it's one of those games you know sometimes sometimes you just have a team when they take their chances when the better team takes their chances you know that's when it's tough you know the only way US were going to win this game is if you know a lot of things went their way which unfortunately it just didn't but anyway the next game Argentina Australia uh what do you guys think think about that one
1: I think Argentina were quite off it towards the end of the game um and they obviously looked pretty good go with their two goals and stuff. Uh the second one was definitely a bit lucky. But uh, I mean the messy goal, his movement just to get there was phenomenal. Like that clip was kind of trending where he got the ball on the side from like the, the fan perspective. And it was just amazing like how quick he was and then just changed direction. Yeah. Get off yeah. that get off that like that poor touch from I forget who it was. And then just slot in bottom quarter was just it was beautiful.
0: Yeah. I mean I mean, Austri- uh, sorry, Argentina were good, you know, they did the job to win. But, like, one thing I noticed was when, when Australia got that goal back, is that, you know, I, I was saying to you guys before, I just think Argentina looked rattled. There was a few chances that Australia were getting where you were thinking, like, oh, my God, if, if it goes another way, like, that's, that's going in and they're forcing you time. Like, that Bayich chance, the left back, who yeah. literally took on the whole team, Dundee United freaking left back <laughs> took on Argentina and literally nearly scored the goal of the tournament. Like, I, if that went in, that was the goal of the tournament. And uh, he's so unfortunate. And then again, the 90th minute chance, um, it was close, but uh, big save at the end. But yeah, like Australia again like, showed no embarrassment and they went out without embarrassment. I mean, and a good a good performance. Um, Argentina, as we like, we spoke about this again, like. We'll talk about it more when we when we preview. But yeah, their defense is still looking solid, uh, XG wise. Um, so yeah, I think I think this is definitely their first step up in quality. You know, like Poland, Mexico, Saudi, Australia isn't the best quality of opponents. So it's kind of hard to, to judge really where they're at because we we obviously know their quality side, but they haven't played any you know proper teams yet. Maybe I'm maybe I'm being harsh.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think- they they could be like that type of team where like when the team is like not so decent like they, they have their levels drop and then they yeah. then they play up against like a top five team they their levels get like back up to what we kind of expect them to be. Yeah, I think that was kind of the case against Australia, but I don't know. There's times towards like the last 15 minutes I was like Aust- Australia can really push for this for extra time like it it was looking likely and so I'm, I don't know. It, it I think it might just be a case of like. Low quality football from a team, and then they're just they're just matching that.
2: Yeah, no, no, it's yeah. possible. No, possible. No, that's exactly how I think about it, Pierce. I'm hope, oh, I'm ho- at least hoping it's going to be out that way. That's how I expect it to be, but uh, we'll see. And Brazil's also like no, just tough, top. I mean, tough team. It's a top, top, top team. So yeah, um, yeah, it'll definitely be a better test. But well, I'm expecting this round should be fine. Um, but we'll see.
0: Okay, yeah, we'll we'll get we'll get more into it when we preview the game. But yeah, France, Poland next. Uh, again, the Mbappe show. This is the pure Mbappe show. Two ridiculously got ridiculous goals. Um, you know his all round player, I think he was st- he still got like five or six shots off. Um, just honestly, that his you know you see it all the time. Like he doesn't have an off game. It's just ridiculous. And obviously, because of how good he is, like other guys in the team are even getting a mention. Like Tuchemeny still having a ridiculously good tournament. Griezmann having a great tournament sure having a great tournament. Um again we'll we'll talk about it more in the preview but yeah, uh France looking looking very strong. Poland obviously got their 90th minute goal but and actually they did they did have a chance earlier. Uh but yeah, I think it was pretty comfortable for France in the end.
2: Yeah, I mean Mbappe just looks back I mean he's always on it to be fair but he just looks really really on it so you'd expect France to go as far as possible. Um I'm hope I I don't know, England are honestly England are really good. I think that US game was a weird one where everyone was kind of like, all right, if they get put up against some decent well, I mean like not even like we're a crazy opposition, but at least like talented players that can come at you, then mm. like they might they might crumble under the pressure, which I'm I'm expecting France to do, but I think it's gonna be a way closer game than you know, some I, I guess it is meant to be close. So it's not meant to be a France win, but I guess most people would say France is probably gonna win. Yeah.
0: Sure, yeah. Think. So yeah, no, sorry. We'll see that England Senegal game. Uh, I still, I mean, (laughs) Senegal, Senegal were fairly looking fairly solid, I think, at the start of the game. But again, when you're missing your two best players, Adrissa Gay and Sadio Mane, obviously he's not been in any of the tournament. It's it's always going to be an uphill battle from there. Um, But I mean, yeah, England obviously did look good and probably switched on once they got their goal, which is what you want. Um, and their confidence sort of grew from there, and you can see it's still a confident-looking camp. So it's definitely a tie one. Like this England France game is a scorcher. Like it's got all the makings for the game of the tournament. Yeah. Uh, there's goals, goals on both sides. Um, you know, it's you know potential for just an absolutely ridiculous game. So, yeah.
2: Yeah. Senegal looked just a bit uh, a bit immature, I guess, out there. Like England looked yeah. so well set up, and they were just countering on good chances and taking the chances very well. It was quite impressive, if I have to say, it. but I don't know if Senegal, especially like you said, without money, just a guy are that crazy. Koulibaly's was putting his shift out there, but it wasn't really enough. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, they also had a couple of chances early on where, if one of those goals goes in, like, what are we, what are we talking about with England? Like, is that something where they kind of get down on themselves, or do they, or they, they just come back kind of like and just smack them like they kind of did with their, with their run?
0: Yeah, I mean, again, you can maybe look at it as. A better team would punish that, and as we know, with France coming up, Mbappe will seriously, seriously punish that if um, if they're that lapse in terms of you know a, a slow start. Um, but yeah, we'll again we'll get more into that. Uh, Japan, Croatia. This was this was a really really fun game. I think definitely for that first half, Japan Japan were on it and they they got a goal in the first half, but it was a shame that they didn't get a, at least two uh, just to make it a bit more comfortable. But obviously Croatia's experience, um, you know, guys like Modric, Perisic, really turned it on, and yeah, got they kind of got them through that game. To be honest, like mm-hmm. that Perisic header is just was just pure oh, cool. like big game, big game player. Get his goal, get drag them back into the game, and then as we saw with the penalties, it was a bit of a disaster class, which we saw again. But we'll talk about that. But the first disaster class of penalties from Japan, and yeah, Croatia got through.
2: Yeah, well well what well, well, what were your other thoughts? Yeah, I mean I, I saw Croatia Croatia just very well structured and they obviously know where their where their uh, abilities lie and they best especially in the midfield and especially they got guys at Paris that you are kind of aging and they can't do the same attacking businesses as you used to. Um they're kind of sitting in it, they take the chances really, really well. They kind of like control the the defense when they're when they're getting I guess where they lost possession, like against Japan for periods of time and they just never had it. Um, and they never kind of looked very worried. I mean, the first half wasn't great, but the goal kind of came out of nowhere. It, was, it was somewhat lucky of a, a bounce and all that. But um, they turned it on the second half. And as soon as they got control of the ball, it just doesn't look like they feel like giving it up at all. And they were very in control for the second half. So I was somewhat impressed, but I, I still don't think Croatia go far. And I didn't put that before. Um, but we'll, we'll see. I mean, they they just kind of keep themselves in every game.
1: Yeah, I think also just to discuss the penalties, they were fucking horrific. (laughs) Oh my God, terrible. So bad.
0: I know what's happened to the good old days of just sticking your foot through into the corner. Like, I know it's a high pressure penalty, but you know, like these guys are definitely good enough just to, you know, if you put a bit of power.
1: Yeah, they're all just
0: trying to like very comfortably, like side foot it low, like very soft and like not even into the corners. And it's like, it's like, I get it like especially especially that Lewandowski penalty against France when they were 3-0 no down he did that and he missed his first one and then he got to retake it but like I was just saying to you guys like realistically these guys are good enough to just freaking put your laces through it and keep it low and if you do that it's going to be pretty tough for a keeper to to keep it out
2: yeah yeah when when I see Maya Yoshida walking up for a pen and trying to place it down into the left corner like on my yeah. body Just hit that thing as hard as you can. Yeah, I mean, and he also saw three guys do it before him. Yeah, then of course, of course, like not
0: every you don't expect every penalty to be like that. But for no no one in these two shootouts to to attempt that style of penalty is just strange. Maybe there's something going on behind the scenes where they've like checked the statistics of of that, and it's it's not a successful penalty. But I mean, from these penalty shootouts, I don't think this is a successful penalty either. So. Yeah, that's yeah. no, a yeah. strange one. Uh, Brazil, strange. yeah. So sorry, Brazil, South Korea. You guys, you guys start over off on this.
2: Brazil just look oh, incredible. Gosh, you cool. have to say they just look so good. Um, there's so much quality in that side, and the fact they bring guys off of the bench and it's just the exact same is insane. Um, so well, I, I, I think it, it, they have to go all the way. There's only Argentina going to stop them, really. There's no, I, I can't see anything else happening.
0: Yeah, see you don't think France could stop
2: them? Well, like if it's a final, yeah, but on the way to the final. Um, oh right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's about it. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, I credit to kind of, kind
1: of that South Korea goal. That was a banger as well. Yeah, it was like yeah. consolation, whatever. But like, still, it was. Well, I mean, well hit. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, they were three 0 up in what ten minutes,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I mean, it was it was easy as it could be, and honestly, just the way that they like, I think that Vinicius chance was the one that stuck out because look, his goal. Sorry, he got the ball. And Instead of like thrashing it first time, he takes a touch and like places it through the gap of the defenders, and it's just like that bit of quality you see in front of goal is just so good. And of course, you know the guys coming off the bench are still ridiculously strong, so it's just so difficult to see a way past this uh, this Brazil side. But yeah, like obviously South Korea came up against them on the wrong day, where you know again, as we said with Holland, like especially with Brazil, if they take their chances, there's just nothing you can do about it because they're just they're just that good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So again, we'll get more into them later. But the last round of fixtures, Morocco, Spain—the the, probably the only upset of the uh of the uh the, the round of sixteen, but it was a big one. Uh, so yeah, Morocco deserved winners, deserved winners because Spain were just freaking passing it around the back for the whole the literally the whole game, pass it around the back, keep passing it around the back, keep passing it around the back, and then hope Rodri like pings a ball from somewhere and. I was looking, having a look. I think Rodri has double the amount of passes than any other player in the tournament. Like, that is just mental. Like, that just shows the obviously you could say the ball dominance, but more so just the fact that they don't go anywhere with it. They just keep coming back to him, fall back, back to him,
1: middle. Uh,
0: but yeah, yeah, penalties again, we saw from Spain, a disaster class again of penalties, missing every single one.
1: Yeah, a and also shout out to the Moroccan keeper. I he, think he's the the Sevilla keeper.
0: Yeah,
1: Bonnet. big Bonnet. Yeah. Oh my gosh, talk. He was talking a lot of trash to the Spanish players. That they were coming up. I hope he knows, or I assume he knows Spanish after playing in Spain of some type. And he was definitely getting in their heads because yeah. that was that was a great performance. But obviously, the the Hakimi uh, Panenko was just perfect to see all of that. Lovely. Yeah. That out. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, for sure. For
0: sure. Thomas got anything to add. You've got nothing. (laughs) Okay, Uh, final game. Portugal, Switzerland. Uh, I think this game, yeah. I think this game probably puts Portugal a bit more on the radar in terms of actually winning this thing. Like they've shown that they've got goals all over. Um, and Yeah. yeah, I think as well, not only goals all over, they've benched Ronaldo, which was huge. And the replacement that comes in, and, and Ben Chatzalou as well. Even yeah, even
1: two Dall- huge, too huge game. decision.
0: D- Dallo being a great player. We we've talked a lot about him FPL wise, and just because we love him as a player and his bonus points. But yeah, even in this tournament, he's he's stepped up. Um, yeah, I get you know, uh, just a ridiculous ridiculous, you know, some ridiculous goals in there. Um, so yeah, definitely definitely put themselves into. A bit of contention to surprise France, possibly, in the semis. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. But we'll get more into the preview now, uh, so the upcoming games. So Brazil, Croatia, what are your initial thoughts on that? We'll give some more um, tips as
1: well. Probably say Brazil are going to uh, – I think they're going to beat Croatia. But if Croatia comes in set up like, like they have the last couple of games and don't really get exposed, especially in like that tran- transition period going in from just midfield to the final third, where I think they struggle just a tad. Um, I think Brazil could do bits there. I, I kind of like, uh, what's it called, Brazil minus one spread. It's like plus 115, plus 120 when I saw it this morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that that is probably good value if you were to bet that. I, I don't think I will, but honestly, it's it's a good teaser and something maybe, maybe to sprinkle on. Just Brazil looked fantastic, and I mean, That game against South Korea showed that even though South Korea aren't, I guess, on the same level as Croatia, that, like, when they get going, they will, like, they'll take you to the chopper block. They know exactly what they're doing going forward, and especially when they're, like, when they're facing goal. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I I was going to say I completely agree with you on that minus one Brazil spread. Um, Yeah, like, I think... I just think this Croatia team haven't really showed any sort of, like, impetus in any games yet. I think you could say almost the same with them, what I said about Argentina, like their group, they kind of scraped through quite a poor group. Canada, a poor Belgian team, who Belgium still put up 3XG against them, I'll add. Uh, so we'll see, I mean, again, with Brazil, if Belgium puts up 3XG, then, you know, what? who knows what kind of madness Brazil will do. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, a couple of other added ones. Richarlison, two shots on target. Gabriel Jesus is out, injured. So those two shots on target he should be playing ninety minutes as a striker in this Brazil team should that uh, should be a should be a really good one to bet on and yeah
2: Thomas yeah uh, Brazil Croatia I mean uh, it's going to be Brazil I think um, like you just said Tom you saw but the Croatia kind of crumble to Belgium if it wasn't for Lukaku just being a donkey so. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I I think Brazil would say this I think like three one is a, a good shout. I think Croatia might get a goal. Um, but it would be a goal first, probably.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's I think I think I agree with that. This isn't really one for an upset, I have to say Brazil just too strong at this stage. Um, and then I mean this is another I think this is Netherlands, Argentina, another great game in this quarter final, but I think it's this is more of a where I think England France is gonna be goals, I think this could be other, the other end. I think under 2.5 goals for this this game is my prediction. I think this is gonna be a real tight game. Van Hal trying to keep it really, really tight. And then Argentina maybe struggling to break the Netherlands down. Um, but yeah I think you you two both sounded a bit more bullish in Argentina. I think I'm still gonna back the Dutch to get through. I think I've just I just think there's a lot more going for them where I've talked about their core, their defence is Arguably the best in the tournament in terms of their player quality, and then you got guys like Frankie, Memphis, Gakpo on on current form. I just think there's a. I just think Van Van Hal will know how to get the best out of these guys into um into beating the Dutch, into beating and beating the Argentinians. What do you guys yeah. think?
1: I mean, I've got a, I placed a future bet like before the World Cup started on Brazil, Argentina, and France to make the semifinals. It was like five to win a hundred. Um, and so obviously, I'm just gonna kind of double down on that and back Argentina. I think, yeah, it's probably, it's definitely, I do like under 2.5. Um, but I can just see like Argentina, just the players are very behind Messi, and he's like, we've got to get all the way to the final. Like, it's, it's his last chance to win it and like solidify himself as like the greatest player of all time if he wins this World Cup. And so, I think they're gonna go balls to the wall for him and especially just for the nation in general. Um, it's just super passionate. And I think, just as we said before, that. Netherlands are going to bring quality on the pitch. And so they're going to raise their quality um, as well. And they're going to kind of meet them in, especially uh, what's it called, in that midfield battle. I think with the Netherlands having a good midfield, I still think that like players like DePaul and stuff are going to kind of step up and just be like, this is, we've got to go for it. And one player option I kind of like is Mark Secunha just to have a shot on target. I think that is like, he's so far forward um, in the past couple of games that they've played that He's basically playing like this auxiliary left mid, left wing, not even left left wing back. He's like basically left mid, and he's firing off shots from just outside the box, uh, corner of the box inside, and he's also kind of throwing in low crosses as well. He just he looks like a very good attacking threat going forward.
0: Okay, that's that's a good one. Just see that plus three fifty. So that's like yeah, quite. it's it crazy and
1: he takes he takes about a shot or two a game every game so far in this tournament. So I really like that. Could be another yeah. Kanji belter.
0: Okay. Okay. interesting. Thomas, what do you think for this one?
2: Yeah, uh, I think Netherlands, like you said, are going to be very tough to break down. Um, But I'm going to stick with Argentina here. I just think Messi's magic, all of them are magic. And I think watching Netherlands against the US is definitely gaps in in, in that team to to exploit. Um, So they'll definitely get opportunities as whether or not, you know, Di Maria, Messi, Martinez, Alvarez, whoever's playing is on on their game that day, I guess finishing-wise. Well, I think for both teams it goes that way because I, I would be very surprised to see the Dutch get no chances. I think they'll be good on the counter. And watching against the U.S., the pie was really, really good on the counter. Um, he just held, held up the ball well, was slow and waited for teammates to come in, and then they just went two or three guys just went at it on the counter. So um, yeah, that's I, I'm expecting a good game as well. But I think I, I think your undershout's good as well. I I, I like that. So yeah. Probably...
0: yeah. Yeah. Actually, do you know what I'm just seeing right now? A Denzel Dumfries shot on target plus two fifty that could almost be a banker because we've seen how attacking <laughs> he is. Like, uh, I, Honestly, in terms of, he, he can't be classified as a, a defender because he's literally playing as almost a right winger. And mm-hmm. we saw against the US, like I've always said this as well about Dumfries, like I don't watch enough of Inter for every major tournament, including the Euros last last summer. He was he was ridiculous. Like he's just an absolute physical mm-hmm. athlete. You know, he's always bombing yeah. down that right side. And it's interesting that the Dutch, I I always say like, I want two guys uh, similar to that, but you can see Van like Gaal has Blint as left wing back who just kind of like slots back into the back four when he goes forward. But obviously, against the US, they're a bit more attacking and they did that little cross to each other. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah, so this one, tight, tight game, but we'll have to see. Morocco, Portugal. Are you guys, can you guys see another Morocco win? I don't know. What do you think?
1: Yeah, they got, they got all of Africa behind them, man. I mean, they they look good and I guess like they did hold off a little bit against Morocco but against not Morocco Fucking, what's it Spain. Spain yeah they just they kind of just sat in and like gave their chances and put the ball out to the wing and stuff but yeah I think that they will actually they will they'll give it a good go like Portugal definitely looked good uh what's it called against Switzerland and Switzerland were just like I don't know they were just deflated and flat and just weren't up for it but I I don't know I would love to see Morocco just Absolutely, like bring it to the Portuguese. It would be unreal.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I think this is. I think this is almost quite similar to that. To like whatever the US when they got there is that here Morocco in the quarterfinals it's like a free hit now. Where you know they've achieved a fantastic, fantastic thing. But obviously, you know, they could be the first African team to make a semi final. It's in their hands. You know, Portugal are beatable, Uh but I, I personally think uh, Portugal are now sort of starting to hit a bit of form they've hit form at a good time got Gonzalo Ramos into the team who you know is looking electric I think he got himself something like four or five shots on target in that game against the Swiss and the Swiss are no mugs so for them to absolutely obliterate them the way they did is seriously seriously impressive um so yeah I think I would I think I would go Portugal in 90 minutes and and guy and you know Ramos to score I think it there's a lot to be said about scoring a hat trick in major tournament We've seen before loads of times where guys who are not maybe not fancied they come into a team they blast two goals and suddenly they're an absolute fire and they and they don't stop until the end of the tournament. So yeah, Gonzalo Ramos' goal—that's a good shout. Although he's probably going to get subbed off early. We've seen that, but yeah, I think Portugal in ninety minutes is a is pretty easy to be honest. I'm not going to lie. I think I really really back them for this one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. Portugal kind of surprised everyone in, in that in that Swiss game with just so much individual talent out there. Um, and then when you have guys like Raphael come off the bench, yeah. and it's kind of wild. He's he's just get a scary thought for probably most wing backs. Um, and his goal the other the other day was class as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm hoping Morocco could put up a fight. If they get to half time and it's nil nil, I think the pressure will be on Portugal a bit to to push forward and they, maybe they can get opportunities. But they got to keep it tight for a while.
0: Yeah, no, no, for sure. I, exactly. I think but that is the thing, you know, Morocco getting at half time, as we said, you get Ronaldo and Liao off the bench, who, you know, if you're a Moroccan, that's just that's just a nightmare. That you, you think you're still in that game and then you have two guys of that quality to come on and run on fresh legs is a scary, scary sight. Um so yeah. Um, final one, England, France this is a final that final game is a scorcher i like we've i've been i just think it's going to be such a good game you know i've over 3.5 goals is is an initial prediction of mine you know i can see it being 3-1 to france maybe like 2-2 even get to extra time um so the odds for that for over 3.5 is
1: um is let me find it.
0: not to find it whatever it'll be pretty good. it'll be something like plus 200 but yeah uh, yeah I think France I, think, I still think France will win it England will give them a good fire. I have no doubt that. like there's a lot of quality in this England team I think Bellingham's going to have a great game he's stepped up in this tournament as well showing his quality um, one guy who I think is really he's really going under the radar right now for England Marcus Rashford putting up 1xG per ninety right now and I've also had him on fancy in, in FPL. So I, I'm always keeping track of his numbers and he's been doing the exact same in the Prem all season. So again, I hope, you know, I hope for England's sake that they start him uh, just because he's got so much quality that is going on, under the under the radar. But I think, I still think France, France get the better of them just about scrape for it. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah. I mean, I have France in my future, so I'll probably take them. Um But yeah, I think the other one, we kind of have to go back to uh, the Thomas consistency of betting on cards, and I think that uh, Teo Hernandez is kind of up for, Mm -hmm. which would be fantastic. Or, I mean, if Jordan Henderson starts, that's another one that I've been thinking of, but I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, that midfield of Declan Jude and Henderson worked really well last game, so they might just stick with that since Mason Mount hasn't been performing as per usual.
2: Yeah, I like the shot for Henderson to start. I think Henderson changed a lot for them against Senegal, but also, we see against uh, against top teams like Southgate get so shelled up, and they just create this structure um, that's kind of hard. It's hard to break down, but it's hard for them to create at the same time. That's um, no, true. When they, when they got put under pressure against the US, I saw that, and it was like really, really difficult to get through them. But like they also just never really threatened that much. They're kind of relying on their like, good players, which is funny. Um, But I think I, I like to say the under will hit. But I think you're right, Tom, because I think if France do get a goal. Then it's just going to be both teams kind of going at it, um, and I think France will take it to them. Even when they go one nil up, they'll still take it to them. So,
0: yeah, no. So I, I was actually going was plus three hundred for the over three, but I think, I, but yeah, over two point five is is ah uh, is even. So I think that's probably a better shout, a bit more safe. But no, for sure. Like again, it's easy to get caught up in this sort of hype wagon of England, but it's easy. You have to it, you have to remember that. You know, if you're looking back in these two tournaments, obviously semi-final and final, you can't take anything away from that. But you look at the top teams that England played in those in those times, and they lost to Belgium twice, they lost to Croatia, they lost to Italy, and then obviously they dropped points to Scotland, USA. Um, you know, along the way. So, yeah, there's there's a lot to be said that England have shown a lot of quality. But yeah, again, against big against big teams. They did recently. They 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 actually haven't shown that they could be a team of the quality of France. So yeah, I think I think France uh, are the team to back in this.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm a, yeah, I'm sure. stick with that as well. Um, I think it's easily fresh out. Should we put all of our? Uh, predictions down right now say it out loud. Oh and also we can go over last week's. Yeah we, we, yeah, we will right? we will go over last week's because yeah, I've yeah. got
0: I've got a lot to talk about last week's
2: I <laughs> got every single
0: you... one. Right. Every
2: single yeah. one right. Yeah, um, that's so a what... that's a huge one. Piers how
1: how'd you do? Uh, I got every single one apart from the US and um what's it called? Uh, Morocco game.
2: Yeah I, I had I think...
1: Spain I had Spain and US going through and uh, I got Spain and US wrong and everything else, right? The whole team's going.
0: Wait, you had Morocco going through as well?
1: No, I had Spain and US like going through and they didn't go through. So it was Netherlands uh, so, and so. Morocco.
2: Yeah, I think I got three wrong because I, I had Japan going through, the US going through, and Spain going through, I think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I did not have a good one. <laughs> Um, yeah, I kind of knew it was going to be done with the US anyway, but I had to back the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I had to back like the boys, of course. Uh, it was, of it course. was good to see. It was good to see the other ones lose anyway. Um, but yeah. So yeah. I guess good week for Lipton's one 0 Lipton. Yeah, um, yeah. So let's move on to next week. Uh, who wants to start first?
0: Um, I'll go again. I had good luck when I went first last time, so I'll go Holland. Um, I think I'm going diff- to yeah, I think you guys are going different on that but yeah, Holland Brazil Portugal France
1: Yeah I mean yeah, I'm the same except I just have uh, what's it called I've got Argentina going through I've got Brazil Argentina Portugal, France
2: Yeah Yeah, uh, I'm the same as you, so nothing yeah. different I not, I can't put Morocco even if I'd like to
1: um, 10 um, to I'm, win the 30 Yeah
2: Yes I actually might 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 put that down. I don't think it's a bad shout. Netherlands is definitely the hardest one there.
1: Yeah, the the England France game. England is tough. England, something.
0: Yeah, I do. I do. I'm a little scared of that game as well. Scary times.
2: Uh, This will be good. So tomorrow, uh, tomorrow. (laughs) I'm excited, lads. Any other outside bets that you that
0: you've seen that you like? Um, you
2: know what I. If it's still decent odds, I think Richarlison to finish top scorer is a good shout. Yeah, I did see that um, one. It's he's, it he's at good three? Yeah. If if Mbappe manages to go out this this game, then it, it, I think he is probably oh my, my next best shout. Maybe Gonzalo Rodriguez if he goes crazy, but yeah, what is it? Yeah, no, so
1: Richarlison to finish top scorer is plus eight hundred. Yeah, so
2: there's no, so, uh plus eight hundred. Plus... I don't know. Can you guys can you
0: guys do each way on your bets?
1: Uh, do so like finish the first, second, third? No, I can't. You can't actually. Uh, if I go to bet three, six, five, I can. I can yeah, you
0: might be able to because if so, Richarlison is six to one on mine, but that's because you can put it down as an each way. So if he finishes in the top four, then you can pay out and he's and he's on three goals. So I think that's definitely uh, what? a well, it's six to one, six to oh. one, and, and you can and put finish. him on it an, and 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 you can put him on an each way. So if he finishes fourth, which is probably one more goal, you pay out at, at two to one, which is pretty good.
2: Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Um, yeah so I might exactly throw actually eight I'm eight looking ones. at that
0: now I'm looking at that now I might throw it like 20 on that I really rate that I was
2: a bit annoyed because I was like I was telling myself I should have taken a chance and when he had two goals before this game but Yeah. and, yeah. He was and actually or 1800 something like
0: that um, do you know what Gonzalo Ramos as as well right now I'm yeah. looking at it obviously, obviously as Morocco next the easiest of the fixtures you could argue and he's at 20 to 1 so if you put him on in each way I think that value is really strong
2: yeah I like Gonzalo Ramos um, I like both those um, yeah, I think Messi's also fine to put in if I, but that's it's just that's a hard game because they could definitely, it's actually possible for them. Yeah. yeah, I don't see Brazil and Portugal going out. Um, yeah. but yeah, I if if you know England managed to go through as well, then guys like Rashford could be like it, it yeah. could be worth putting on guys like that because if they do go through, it's like going to be a really decent chance because they'll knock out the guys right above them.
0: Yeah, no, exactly, exactly. Uh, yeah, I think my issue with Rashford, though, I, if I knew he was starting, I would I would potentially put I would definitely put two shots on target for him. So that's one to keep an eye out because because if you look at his numbers, the amount of shots he, I think he's averaging six shots per ninety at this World Cup, something ridiculous like that. So I think two shots on target it will, will be at least evens, and I think that's a that's a, a bang over there if you want to do that. Yep. All right. Perfect. All right, nice stuff. Okay, we'll leave it there.